Hello, everyone. Welcome to LJ Talks TV. I am your host, LJ Dosik, and we're joined by Mark Ashworth. How are you doing today? I'm grand, mate. I'm grand. That's, that's awesome news. I am so happy because I'm happy talking to you right now. So it works perfect. So <laughs> Same, <man>. how, have <laughs> you, how have you been since the lockdown? Oh, man, I've been getting by. I've been busy. I've been busy. I've been really busy. Not doing necessarily the things that I want or the things that feed my soul, but I don't think I've ever been quite as busy. I've just kind of knuckled down. You know, as as a lot of artists, we 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 have things that we can do. Um, you know, for when when the art isn't kind of flowing quite as freely as we would like it to. Uh, being an actor, my fallback is a waiter because it's really um, it's just easy to hop in and out of a shift and and let go of a shift or what have you. You know, and so um, since since everything started. Um, my friend owns a restaurant in town that I've been on the been on the schedule for for years. He keeps me on it, regardless of whether or not I'm showing up to work. He always keeps me on the schedule. So he um, took me on, and we were catering food for healthcare workers here in Atlanta. When when everything locked down, we were we were busy um, doing that all day, every day, and um, and since since everything kind of reopened back up and. Um, the restaurants opened up quicker than uh, the union allowed work as far as the film work to come back. And so um, I've just been just been working at that. I've been staying busy at that. Um, me and my wife, we we um, we've been fostering a couple of kids since November. Really? So it, it, it's been bonkers, mate. I've, I've never been busier in my life. <laughs> you know, that, that's good. You keep busy. Though. That's a lot, man. Yeah. It is. It is good. It's great to stay busy, you know, and, and, and that's one thing I could have, I could have dropped off and, and claimed unemployment and made more money than I was. But this, this for me, wouldn't be um, functioning at its potential. And, and that's important is to, to keep yourself busy and motivated as best as possible. You know, when, when things aren't going the way you like and, and God knows everybody's, Nothing here over the past year or so has been going the way anybody likes. I'm pretty sure of oh, it. Yeah. Unless, unless you're Bezos and you owe Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I find that awesome that you're giving back to the community. Like you said, you were giving healthcare workers free food, you said, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I find yeah. that so awesome. Like, I'm just, I want to say thank you, even though, like, I'm oh, like, yeah. thank you. That's awesome. So that's really awesome. It definitely felt good. You know, it felt like we were doing something that mattered, um, you know, and, and just being with the, uh, we, we were quarantining together, me and uh, my coworkers, and, you know, it, it, it brought us all together. And I think we were, <clears throat> excuse me, I think we were all helping each other doing it, you know, just that, that sense of community. It was really, really nice. Yes, that's awesome. Thank yeah, you. Great. Thank you for that. Oh, those awesome answers. Um, How did you get into the entertainment industry, the acting and all that? How did you get into that? I I got into it. Um, there was a um, a friend of mine whose girlfriend uh, came out to eat dinner with us. We were, we were celebrating, I think, his birthday. And um, she just said that there was a class down the road that she was going to take here in Atlanta. Um, there was an acting studio. And it just kind of pricked my ears up how I, I didn't know that there were that there were smaller um art schools here in Atlanta where I was you know um I think I've always been interested in 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 cinema and and, and television just because we 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 
we put ourselves in there to to escape from certain things you know be it be it the tears that we can relate to or the happiness that we share um whatever it is in on on screen we we can connect to so i've always had um a a penchant for it i would say um so when she told me that i was intrigued and i wanted i went with her to this class um and I just kind of kept going. I, I'm, I consider myself like self-taught actor. I've never been to fine dramatic art school. Um, I can find myself continually studying. You know, I'm 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 a working class actor. I, I didn't even have never had the money to to plop down on a year semester uh, on a year's um, um, tuition fees. You know, it's pricey, and and it was always out of my um, scope of possibility. I never never felt like I could, but when I found out that those classes were in town and it was like a hundred bucks a month for four classes and I could learn the business, learn the industry, learn the craft. Um, I jumped in and I've, I've, I've not stopped and I'm still, still feel like I'm, um, I'm still scratching at the surface now, you know, it's so much to learn about every aspect of it. You know, it's, it's, it's continually morphing, um, you know, and not only the business elements of it, but um, the techniques that, that people use to relate to and, um, yeah, it's it's so fulfilling to me to to, to find something that I'm I'm constantly um, uh, able to garner from and and learn from. And what do you enjoy most about acting? Do you enjoy the storytelling part of it? What do you enjoy the most of it? There's there's, there's so much there um, that I get fulfillment from. Um, there's 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 bringing the stories to life and creating these characters. You know that are far far away from who I am um there's there's bringing my heart to somebody else's work and 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 shining it and coloring it the way I can and in collaboration with them it's such a, a collaborative medium there's so many people um, that go into making the content and you know I've I've always been I've always considered myself somebody that's enjoyed team sports uh, I used to play football when I was younger and I was I was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I love the collaborative nature of that. And I think, um, you know, that's one of the things that I like is the collaborative nature of, of, of film and television and, and making pictures and, you know, creating um, art. Um, I, I like the freedom of not being tied to a nine to five job. I don't think I could do that. So that was probably one of the things that really appealed to me too, was just the um, the uncertainty of it all. I know that sounds a little reckless and, and, and it feels reckless every single day that I consider myself an actor. It's a reckless profession to be in. And if you can do anything else, probably should do it because it's tough. Um, there's, 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 there's definitely more downs than there are up. Um, but I tell you those ups that come and, and, and they come in forms of tiny little things, you know, it'd be a phone call, uh, with somebody that's admire your work or whatever it is like this right here is is a nugget for me i'm i'm so grateful that you reached out to me um just just connecting with you is a is a real uh, joy for me you know because of the work that i have done and um yeah i just i just love creating i love um i love the arts yes and about that 9 to 5 like I'm kind of the same way. Like I'm only 16, 16 years old. And that's why like, I want to, I talk to you actors because I want to learn off you and I want to become an actor eventually. And I really enjoy this. And I think a nine to five just doesn't cut it for me. Like life yeah. is short. You got to enjoy it. And I'm sure, and I'm sure hey, you're enjoying I wished, it. I wished, 
I had figured that out at your age. I didn't get started until I was almost 30. So you're, you're way ahead of me in your thinking. And, and I urge you to, to follow that, the, you know, the, the universe of God, whatever you believe in whispers these things to you. And it's really important that you pay attention and it could come in the form of numerology. I don't know what it is that you connect to. It could come in the form of um, somebody um, that you don't know telling you something about yourself that you know to be true deep down inside, but you've never really spoke it out loud. And then just just you speaking it out loud now keeps it moving and, and, and keeps it going. You know, I think that's such an important part of, of being a creator and aspiring to something is just speaking it out and, and just letting it come to fruition. It will, if you keep speaking it into existence, it definitely will. Um, getting to class, I would say class is amazing. You can network. I mean, class was, it, it was the best thing I've ever done. And, and, you know, I mean, you can see people, oh, I've never been to class. I don't need to, whatever, but you learn so much and you network with people that are like-minded. You can meet so many people and, um, yeah, it, it will get you ahead of the curve there too. Yeah, like I wanted to get I wanted to get into class classes so badly, but like where I live, it's been like our seventh lockdown. Like we're not handling like it too yeah. well. Like our yeah. our our guy Doug Ford, like he's really strict on it. So I wish I like my original goal was to get get the ball rolling for acting, uh, like at at fifteen, but then COVID hit. So I guess now I kind of have to wait it out. Probably I'd say five months but yeah i'm definitely your guide your guide you said you have a guide what that helps you uh that says that there's there's no classes or something or you can't go to classes yeah like no there's like because because where i live like like i the classes it says that we're unavailable right now because of covid like the class i want to take well the good thing about this is you know like we're doing this right here we're doing a zoom yes yes you can do it anywhere Anyway, Any I mean, I can put you in touch, and we'll, we'll we can stay in touch, mate. And, and yes, um, of course, put you in touch with people that do online classes. Really, you know, how online. would that work? That that's interesting. How would that work? Well, I mean, you've got. It looks like you've got some a place there that you've got a self tape set up, right? Oh yeah. So I mean, depending on what kind of classes that you want to take, you can take craft classes where you mostly be be listening, and then every once in a while, you, I don't know how they would figure it out, but they'll give you the opportunity to, um, to work obviously. Cause that's what it's about is, is familiarize, familiarizing yourself with the work. Um, they, they will do that. Or if it's an audition technique class, um, you can self tape and, and send that to the class and they'll go over it and talk about things that work. They integrate the craft into the technique and, um, it depends kind of what, what kind of class that you, you want to take. Um, at, at your level, I would recommend just a basic, um, the elementary stuff, you know, like uh, talking about relationship studies and um, the different um, acting coaches, Meisner, Stanislavski, Uta Hagen, you know, all these uh, amazing um, um, teachers and coaches of the craft that, that, that um, whose work just continues to, to follow on through the years, you know, and it's adapted in certain ways. And so you, you'll, you'll find acting coaches are like yoga coaches and that, that there's, there's not, one set one that is the way there's there's one as you grow older you'll start to realize that that you can pick that and you can pick that and you can pick that too and and it's it's all about finding i think a a coach or a mentor somebody that that you can relate to and and and, and definitely find more than you throw away from them you know so 
um, there's there's different different kind of classes you can take, but I I guarantee um, you could definitely get something off the ground on Zoom. Because at first, like I wanted to be like an extra, like to get the field set, and like I signed up with an agency for an extra, and unfortunately, I'm a victim of I got scammed, of course. But oh, no, dude. Yeah, like that's because I, I I didn't know that, and I just really wanted to get into acting at the time. So like I I met up with the guy; he seemed pretty legit. And like I, we thought it was legit, and then it was like a hundred dollars, and then he, and then we signed a contract. Oh. So yeah, that's where that's where I got. Okay. I should have known there and then. Yeah, and never, yeah. never, never take money. I mean, even my agent that gets me paid work doesn't accept money from me unless they put me on their website. And you don't need an agent at all for extra work you don't i mean just the the people um you can get on a facebook group i'm sure toronto has got toronto extra oh, yeah, yeah. You can look on there and and they ask for people to submit for this role or this these types between certain ages and and maybe um racial backgrounds i don't know and and you they ask for you to submit a picture of you so they can see who you are they'll ask for your height um things like that and and that's really all you need to give somebody never never give anybody money especially if they're doing a consultation sometimes like, oh you need new pictures and i can do those for you for 300 bucks now yeah. the other way. that's not that's not that's not how it works i found out the hard way with that unfortunately yeah <laughs> what you you're much earlier um than i was when you got your first stripe that's a stripe that's an actor's stripe you got it you got your stripe and i can see it on your shoulder right there because don't 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 let that dissuade you from anything. That's just part of your journey, right? And it makes you oh, yeah. strong. Next time you'll you'll have that wall up there, and you'll be like, eh, no, thank you. <laughs> you know, yeah. So thank you so much for t- like telling me about the classes. I'm definitely interested. I'm I'm gonna follow you on Instagram after this interview. And uh, now we're gonna talk about your characters. Now, of course. Oh, oh, my dog. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like he's jumping. He's jumping. Now you're in a lot of iconic movies and shows and i'm probably i'm just gonna ask questions about your roles in the walking dead and stargirl that's the only those two i haven't watched your other ones personally but i'm going to awesome. so you play evan in the walking dead so how did you get casted with that man i have been working at getting on that show for years i think it was the sixth <laughs> season that i was on and I've auditioned every single year, you know, and, and when the Walking Dead auditions come in, you drop everything and you do it. Yes, Walking Dead, I've got an audition. And you, you probably only get one, maybe two a year for that show. And um, what what the showrunner does, Scott Gimble, he, he and, and the casting director, of course, they, they keep your information. If they, if they like the read that you did, you gave, and they're always dummy sides for that show, you know, they, they, they have the, the right tone, I think, emotionally that they, they're they going to need you to encapsulate in the scene on the day. But it's all dummy sides. You might get the sides like the night before because it's all top secret, you know. So, um, yeah, I've been trying to get on it for years. And, and finally, I, um, I, I, I had auditioned at the beginning of the season. And then um, probably a month or two later, I got a call from my agent said, hey, they want to bring you on uh, the walking dead um it, it was monday i think and, it, and the role started on wednesday and they had me to go for a fitting on tuesday if i said yeah they said the role is um it's pow number one 
and it's likely to um uh, the producers will give this character a name on set you know they don't tell you if the role comes back if you're going to be recurring if it's a guest star role that doesn't they, they don't tell you that they just want to know if you're willing to to die basically um so I said, you know what, this is the one, let's do it. The fact that they were not going to give me a game, a name initially tells me that they're going to introduce me as someone and then I might go through something and then I'll get a name somewhere else down the line. So I was hoping for the best. I got the sides the night before and I was like, I read through it. I was like, oh boy, I'm, I'm, well, um, it's not going to end well. I'm not going to be coming back, that's for sure. <laughs> um, and um, I, I said to him, uh, it, it was a long story, but... Speaking of actor stripes, I had to fight for my name on that show. Um, um, really? I did because it was PLW number one when I showed up at set the night, the morning of. And I told my agent when I got the script, I was like, I said, I read it. I was like, this guy's PLW number one. They're doing rewrites tonight because I've seen somebody else's name change, but I'm still PLW number one. I said, <clears throat> I don't, I don't, I'm not going to work as PLW number one. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I've put way too much work into this show to try and get on. I can't do it. And so um, I showed up to set. I said, It'll hopefully it'll be okay the next morning. I'll go in and the name will be there. And it wasn't. So I was like, oh, gosh. Okay, so I called my agent. I went to set. The, P, uh, the, the set PA was like, go to set. We'll get you mic'd up. We'll do the blocking of the scene, which is where you do the rehearsal and find out where everybody is for the camera. And um, they still didn't do it. And the PA was like, um, you need to, if you're going to, if you want to shoot today, you're going to have to mic up. I said, well, I'm not going to shoot today. I'm sorry. I made an, I made an agreement. It's in email form. Um, if you don't get me a name before we start shooting, I'm not, I'm not going to shoot. I'm sorry. So one of the, uh, the showrunners came over, uh, executive producers. It wasn't, it wasn't um, Scott but it was one of the EPs, um, super, super nice fella. He asked me what was going on. I told him just what I've told you. He said, okay, let me make a call to the network. I was like, okay, that'd be great. And I'm not trying to be a diva at all. I'm, I'm not. A lot of people would have rolled over and said, okay, whatever, because they're on set and they're working and they're getting paid, which is what matters to a lot of people. But for me, I put so much stock into these auditions Year after year, he's on my vision board and projected being on there. I'll be damned if I'm going out as POW number one. So five minutes later, he comes back and he's like, I've got, your, um, I've got you down as Evan. Here you go. I was like, thank you. Bada bing, bada boom. And then we did the scene. It was, a, it was a, I think I had three days on set, uh, two or three days on set. And it was great, man. I worked with Andrew Lincoln. He was amazing. I've known Andrew for years. I'd be like, we're going to get you on the show this year. I was like, man, I hope so. I hope so, dude. <laughs> just kept on trying he's he was the one that told me that scott keeps the audition tapes he's like he'll keep your tape i was like cool sure enough he did and um yeah it was a great experience what an amazing actor he is in that role he just totally encompassed oh, yeah. Rick. he was such a leader you know number one on the call sheet he's got such a responsibility to everything they're the medium between the the um the crew and, and the cast and they're responsible i think for 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 driving the 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 obviously the the show and the content forward but beyond that they're they're responsible for everybody's spirits and and the energy on set that they bring it ripples all the way around all the way around even on base camp they can feel that energy and andy was just he was that and more 
He was so good. And um, yes. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a great experience for me. I'm so happy to have been on the show. Yes, that's... And what was, what was like... Uh, like you say, Andrew Lincoln is awesome. But what was the whole, like, cast like? Like, so you worked with him and... And Lenny. Oh, yeah. yeah and what, what were they like? He was he was cool as a cucumber, man. I've, oh. I've been a big admirer of his work for years. Um, back in the day, back in England when he was working mostly. Um, he's he's a legend. He was so cool. Um, it, it, was, it was very surreal being on set and actually talking to these walkers. And... <laughs> You know, it's so weird. You like talking about what, 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 oh, I wonder what time lunch is, you know, with these guys, just conversation like we're having and, and they're in full makeup and prosthetic makeup, special effects. And it's just like, it's surreal to even be there and see them because they put so much work into it and it oh, looks yeah. so believable. It's, it's kind of creepy um, and, and surreal, but, but everybody was amazing um the fact that the, the the executive producer took the time out to come over and talk to me and and work with me and work with the the network and and just be cool with it too he totally understood where i was coming from you know um the the armorer was was amazing the guy that's responsible for the weaponry on set you know people people there they have pride in what they do it's like doom patrol it's just something unlike anything else on TV, but when you work on certain sets, on certain shows, there's this kind of, uh, there's this vibe, there's this energy that, that is kinetic. It, everybody can feel it. And, and you just know that you're part of something that is special. And, and that's it. I work with my very good friend, uh, Joshua Michael on that show. Um, he played Jared and um, he, that was his, actually his, his uh, final final day well it wasn't his final day I think he came back in a flashback but it was his um it was his death that 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 day too and so it was kind of it, it was it was awesome my, my friend Ty Lane Miller was on there too so you know it's a tight-knit community here in Atlanta with the actors and um it, it, it was awesome man there's such a such a cool group of creators Michael Satrazimus who is I think he's the showrunner on uh, Fear the Walking Dead now he was the director of the episode he was awesome. Just, just brilliant. Brilliant. And I realized with like you actors that have accents, like a lot of the auditions you get and all the scripts you get are probably like American accent people. So I realized you guys have to take the extra step to do an American accent. Can you do one? I can. Yeah, I do. I do it. I mean, it depends what role it is. Whenever I can, I'll try and keep it, you know, as, as much as possible, but um it depends what the content is i look at it and i always look at it as an audience member like if i heard a british voice here would it would it take me away from the story as it goes you know and it, it, even if even if you stop i mean if it's a doctor then sure you know it, it could be but if if i had a british accent in that scene right there it'd be like hang on a minute what's, what's that guy doing in the apocalypse there in in you know so so yeah you you have to kind of just just use your um your spidey senses, so to speak. Sherlock <laughs> Holmes the script and find out, find out um, if it's going to enhance or if it's going to uh, detract from the material. Yes, I like, and... I like, I've been in the South for so long. I, I I love Southern accents. My my, I'm not sure. I've got a reel up on IMDb. You can see a little range there of my work, and um, 
Uh, I've got a southerner on there. I love I love the southern accent because it kind of goes up and down like like my accent in in pitch and in mid sentence. It's kind of up and down, up and down, and and the southern accent probably birthed from the old English is is in that vein too. So I love a good southern accent. I get a lot of those roles. You know, the moonshiners usually have a full beard, so it's yes. um, it's um, it's really easy for them to see me in those those southern roles. You know, country. Yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> so what's Atlanta like? Like I know, cause I know right now it's pretty big in the film industry now, but before it wasn't like that, was it? No. I mean, there's always, I mean, as long as I've been going here, there has been work here. I think commercials were much bigger here back in the day. Um, this is probably going back about eight, nine years now before the incentives came here, but it, it was here. There was an industry here. No, it wasn't near the scale that it is now with these incentives all the studios popping up everywhere on every all the way around the perimeter um we do we generate so much income here for the state um it, it, it's just blown up and and um hopefully it's going to continue to do that you know a lot of these people the producers the directors the actors the writers everybody follows those incentives so um, it's been a really, really good time. I was, I was here, and I was kind of established before the industry was, before the industry came. I had booked this. I say I booked it. I had did, done a spec commercial, which is where you do something. I wasn't paid for it. It was a Doritos commercial. It was a Doritos <laughs> um, crash the Super Bowl. Do you ever see any of those shows, spots? Oh yeah. It was one uh, back in. You would probably long time ago it was 2012 i think or 13 but there was one oh. with a goat called goat for sale um it's a great spot but i did it as a spec and um it, it, it went all the way to the super bowl it was one of the winners and and that in the southeast for me was a massive step for me to be able to you know people to um recognize me and 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 see the work that i was doing and, and know who i was you know, there was a lot of people here. We were the only Southeast uh, finalists. There was five finalists that they picked, and we were one of the – all the five directors went to the Super Bowl. And if it aired at the Super Bowl, then obviously they were the top two. And so we were one of the – we were the first one that aired. Uh, it was amazing. Um, and so that, that goes to show something, right? If you if you do something because you love it, you know, it then it, it pays off in, in many different ways, and it, it may not be a payoff right then. It might be a payoff down the line, right? Uh, working with that director on a spec spot got me working with him on this other thing with the Doritos where I wasn't I wasn't paid. It was just an opportunity to do some work and, and it'd be good with a production house. And it, and it ended up being played on network TV. And I still see residuals every year because it's on Super Bowl's funniest commercials or something like that, or animal commercials. Great spot. So is is the income good for acting? Like, do you feel like you're good with your income, or do you feel like, oh, I got I got to work at a nine to five to make this income? Because I know with actors, it's not like annual. Like, it's like some people get like yeah. ten jobs a year, some people get two. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. what's that like with you? It's tough, man. It's really, really tough to navigate. You know, I have a family that I support too, and um, I'm I'm grateful. I've I've been a working actor since. Uh, probably 2006 or something like that. Um, 
but I've been a professional actor since probably 2015, which is I mean that was my sole income there for years. Um, I was the busiest I'd ever been before the pandemic, and then it 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 dropped off. Now, in those years where I am a working actor, before I get to the professional level, the jobs could come through maybe once every two, three months, maybe, and that's probably a good percentage of booking, um, depending on the rate, the scale that you are. You know, if depending how many days on set you get, depending the role, the pay varies there's 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 no check that is ever the same even if you're on work if you're working for a day on this you know you there's there's different things that that play into it how long was the day you know did you get a meal penalty in the day so the the, the pay scales fluctuate drastically when you're acting it is really imperative i think to have another source of income especially when you're getting started it's a must because there's so much goes into it, the driving back and forth, the headshots that you need, the school that is a necessity. Um, there's so much that you need to invest in you as um, as a dream maker. You need to put that money into yourself. For years, all the money that I got, because I wasn't too busy to work in the restaurant, I I would ask off. And then I would do that work. I'd get paid for that work and I'd put it in the bank. That would be my acting money. That's all. That's my acting savings fund. And that would be for something else that, that came on that I needed to. If I had a call back in LA that I needed to go to, I would go into that kitty, get that money out and fly out there and do that call back because that was my acting money. That's what it's for. Um, as it's gone on, um, obviously before the pandemic, it was I was busy as, this is my busiest year yet. I've worked on Stargirls recurring. Uh, that kept me busy all year. I uh, worked Doom Patrol recurring. I worked on this new film coming out called Fear Street. Uh, um, um, Goosebump, the fellow that wrote Goosebumps um, wrote that trilogy. Um, but I was, I, was, I was the busiest that I'd ever been. And, you know, that, that money is something that, that is there. I keep it there. And I try and not get into it as best as I can. If I'm not working on set, I need to be busy doing something else just to, 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 to live a full life, to bring a full life to these auditions or else these auditions, if you're striving to get this job, if you need it so bad, then that comes across right here. They're going to know right here when you're, when you're in the room or if you're on the audition, it's important that you have the freedom not to even think about that stuff because that stuff is, 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 is irrelevant, you know. Um, have I made enough money to support my family since 2015? I have. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, it's, it's not anything. Some, we, we, we definitely have downscaled our living um, necessities because it's better to have lower overheads, you know, if you're not sure of what your income is. There were times where my bank account got so low that I was like, oh gosh, if I don't book, if I don't book work over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to go and ask for work at the restaurant. I'm going to, because I have to, because I've got to keep food on the table for my family. And it would get to that. And I'd maybe ask, hey, can, can I come back on the schedule? Pick up, I'd write in the schedule, because like I say, he kept me on the schedule. I'd say, can I pick up? for anybody that needs a day off. And then the guys would call me, I'd go in for work. And then sure enough, as soon as I got to work, there'd be that call from um, my agent saying, hey, I've got an audition for you, or um, these guys want to book you on this. And so 
it's so weird how, uh, like I was saying before about the, the universe, God whispers. And, you know, it's like when, when, when you live in a full life, if, if something is taking you away from what you want to be doing, as long as you still, I was going to the restaurant to fuel my dreams. As long as I'm, I'm projecting and still doing that, I'm not waiting tables now because acting is, is on over there. No, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting tables so I can do my acting. It's empowering, right? I was empowering myself there. As long as you can do that, then there's always that pull to, to, to go and do that. Somebody is going to push you. Are you going to be pulled into it? You know, if, if, if you, I, it's, it's, it's uncanny the amount of times like you, you're, at work and driving into work and there's an audition that comes in. It's like, it's like, it's so, I, I laugh at it. It could stress people out, but it's like, ah, yes, it works. You know, um, it's so, so weird. And, and, and I think work too, um, as an artist, I think once you start creating and th there's a vacuum that you can get into of, of productivity and, 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 um, just creativity, um, that, that is kinetic things will stick to you and, and everything changes once you work in um, the auditions that you prepare change because there's, there's less need or whatever it is. There's a bit more relaxed nature because you've already got work. And so you can find yourself in this little um, whirlwind of, of, of work and, and um, stuff that fulfills you. And so it's important, you know, I'm, I'm still kind of waiting for that to uh, kick in again, post pandemic, but um, auditions have been coming back in and I've no doubt um, when the time is right, it will. I've got a feeling right now I'm, I'm not working because we've got these children that we're looking after and a baby possum that my wife found the other day too. She's feeding a baby possum in there. Crazy. So I think, I think having faith is such an important part of, of, of what, of what your dreams might be. And, and just knowing that you need to invest in yourself invest in the in the art invest in your wishes and 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 everything else will work out and where do you see yourself being let's say 10 years from now where do you do you want to be a producer do you want to be a writer no nah. maybe with... I, I will always be an actor from this point on i think now i might i might be able to add something to that you know i mean as long as i'm creating and being able to act then i i can definitely add to it I last last um few few months ago i worked on a um a pilot called going postal um and i was the executive producer on that I was also acting in it now if the content is good if it's something i believe in then sure i will jump in if i believe in it um i i've started to conjure up writing in my mind too, uh, because there's so much about the restaurant industry that needs to be told. There's so much to it that I don't think has been covered. So I'm, while I'm at work, I'm able to um, think creatively with my aspirations of, of possibly making a show out of it down the line. So sure, um, I, I, I can see myself being in charge of my own content in 10 years, possibly if I'm not fully employed um, making stories for other people, um, I've no doubt that some, some um, extent I will definitely be in the industry still. 
with my family. I'd love to, I'd love to say I would be in a different country, you know, um, walking on different streets, but doing the same thing that I love to do. I love, I love traveling and, um, um, you know, my, my, my why is my family. If they're with me, then it doesn't matter. You know, go, go, go wherever. And thank you for everything you told like that you that's very motivating like everything you just said which is awesome like that was like I like learning off people and that was very very awesome to hear so thank you for that and you're in of course star girl um so with that show like I didn't really have any interest in that show Mm -hmm. but a good friend of mine who is also in that show Brian Staff who plays Wildcat yeah. In the opening scene, you know, I know him from Outer Banks and The Walking Dead, and he's like, you should watch it, you know, and, and I, I binge watched, I come on like episode six right now, and it's a phenomenal a show. Yeah. Even the effects for a show, like that's honestly amazing. So you play Shining Knight, is that the character's name? Um, Right now, he's probably the janitor to you, LJ. Oh. <laughs> Don't want to go there, man, you've not seen it yet. <laughs> so wait, have you, so have so wait, wait are you in so is season two coming out season two is just is it... shooting here in atlanta yeah it finished it wrapped up uh i think probably about three weeks ago and are you I in that it. we just got picked up for the third season yes yeah and are, we, are you are you in season two are i am I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really, um, I'm not really in a position to be able to tell you much about anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, we'll just, talk, we'll just talk about season one. Season one's the only thing we could talk about, but what was the uh, sets like for that show? Mate, amazing. Everything was built, I mean, on a soundstage here in Atlanta. We did a few location shoots in town of Dallas, um, you know, with a few businesses there. I think the, uh, the exterior of Pat's shop was in Dallas, Georgia. Um, but they even uh, recreated the inside of that shop for the studio. It, it, it was amazing, man. Um, again, you know, to be, to be, that was one of those shows where everybody knows that the, the, the part of something that is special. Jeff Johns was helming it. He was the showrunner. Um, he's the creator. He was one of the big guys at DC, you know, and uh, it, it, it's his, it's his love story to his sister, you know, and she is Courtney, his sister, who we lost tragically some years ago in a plane accident. So this was this was his his piece that he had created. This is his passion piece, and it was so good to be able to collaborate with him, who is just he's just the nicest guy, so so nice and so giving and so thoughtful and um, creative. He's a creative genius, and um, yeah, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed. I thoroughly enjoyed doing that. When I when I booked that role, I I had no idea. Um, I got the audition. I think I was reading for a guy. Maybe his name was Connor. He was a janitor, but the sides were dummy at that point too. Um, and it was it was I think it was a recurring role. Didn't know it was guest star or or star uh, co star. And um, I I had to say goodbye to a movie so I could book that. It was a sacrifice. I had to say goodbye to that because the last day of shooting on that film, a 10 day shoot in Alabama would coincide with the first day of the pilot episode. So no wiggle room from either. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Stargirl because as an actor, you know, we, we, there's, there's so much work that goes into auditioning and booking. 
if you can ever get on a television show, um, especially in a recurring role, then, you know, not only financially is it a viable decision to do so, but more so it, it, it's the continued um, molding of these scripts that, that could see you in multiple episodes before the end of the season. There's writers on set every week, you know, and so they could see the role and, and write it bigger or, you know, bring you back another episode that you weren't supposed to, but they like you. So it's about networking and, and, and creating those connections. And I was able to do that on that show. And I felt like um, it was great. I ended up working like eight, eight or nine episodes through the season. It was uh, such a treat to be on set and, you know, to get to connect with everybody. You, you go on set and you see people every day connect with the catering guy, uh, with the people at wardrobe, you know, the people that do the crafty, the food, um, bring out the snacks. And, you know, it's so nice to have relationships with those people. It makes makes for a much more comfortable work environment. And, and when you're comfortable, you can emote more and give more and, and um, receive more. And so it's, um, it's a real, real treat to have been on a show um, in a recurring role such as Stargo, which what what a great what a great show too. I mean, the fact that it just got picked up for season three before season two episode one's even aired. <clears throat> it's awesome. I'm sorry, man. My my throat is a little hoarse today. Yeah. Uh, a little scratchy. If you see me like <coughs> <laughs> COVID, COVID. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, I got vaccinated. Thank. Oh, did you? And how did how do you feel? Does it, does it like? I've, I feel. I got vaccinated a couple of weeks ago. I felt I had the Pfizer. First one was fine. I had a little bump on my arm. I felt a little, you know, a little weak. Second one, I had a weak arm again. I had it like 9.30 in the morning, like 7.30 at night. I passed out on the couch and I woke up about nine and I was like boiling, but shivering. Hot, hot, hot. Sweating and... And then the next day, I kept on waking up like in a pool of sweat, but freezing that night. And then the next <laughs> day, I was like a dinosaur walking around. It was rough, uh, but but I'm I'm grateful that that I did it. Now I can see my parents. You know that was I'm, I've never really gone out and gotten any vaccine before, but this one I feel like is a little bit different for me. Um, and so yeah, I'm I'm grateful. It, it was rough, but oh, yeah. I did it. You know, I heard that some people have like allergic reactions where their face will be like that. Like, I don't know if that's true, but that's a... <laughs> <laughs> so I've asked all my questions um, before I, I, I have a final question. Yes. What episode in season two does your character die? I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> so that, again, I just want to say thank you for coming on the show. That was a good little April Fool's joke. A little late, but thank hey, you for sir. coming on. Yes, yeah, so um, It was an honor talking with you. And, yeah, guys, follow him on Instagram. And what else are you on? Um, That's about it, really. Uh, yeah. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Twitter as well. I'll put that in the link below. Brilliant. All right, man. guys. See you. Yes, okay.